Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm your host, Taylor Karg, marketing content writer at AmericanEagle.com. In this episode, we're going to explore recruiting and staffing trends as it relates to the marketing industry. To help us do that, I have here with me Tracy Kelly, Client Experience Manager at Celerity, a Minnesota-based recruiting and staffing agency for marketing, creative, and digital placement. Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, TK, my other friend, yeah. TK. <laughs> TK squared so today. This morning. Yeah, excited to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining us. Can you give us a little bit of background just on Celerity and just the industries that Celerity works with? And then we'll kind of get into what you do for the company. Absolutely. So Celerity has been helping people find happy careers for over 30 years. We specifically work with marketers. So people that are looking for jobs in marketing, we don't work in any other industries. And we do a combination of both staffing or consultant work. So these are people that are coming in for either temporary assignments or long-term temporary assignments. And we also do permanent placement, also known as direct hire. So bringing somebody on directly for one of our clients. Oh, that's awesome. And I just noticed the TK shirt. I love it. I got to get me one of those. (laughs) Absolutely. Got to have some personal branding. (laughs) So Tracy, can you tell me just a little bit about your position at Celerity and your kind of day-to-day responsibilities? Yeah. So at Celerity, we're what's called a split desk organization. That's what they call it in the recruiting world. And so in split desk operations, you have two sides of the equation, if you will. One side is specifically working with candidates. We call them recruiters. So going out, finding candidates for open jobs that we work with. I work on the other side. So I work directly with our hiring managers to figure out what kind of jobs do they have available? What are the specific skills? What are some of the soft skills they're looking for? And then I partner with our recruiters to go out and find people to fill those roles. And I work directly with the hiring managers to coordinate interviews and ideally coordinate offers. Oh, that's awesome. I've never heard of the split desk kind of thing. So that's interesting to know. Yeah, in our world, just to provide a little bit of context, there is split desk where you have, again, recruiters and client experience team members. And then they also have full desk where you are working with the hiring manager and then going out and finding the candidates. Oh, okay. And we see full desk or full desk tends to be with higher level, more executive level recruiting. And split desk tends to be with the types of roles that we fill where we're looking for people typically with two to 10 years of experience. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your experience in marketing and even, you know, recruiting and staffing and kind of what led you to Celerity? Yeah. So I've been doing marketing since I was about 13. Uh, I grew up, my parents own a small family business. My first marketing job was helping them create flyers and price lists uh, and ended up doing a marketing degree in college. I got into sales and marketing through manufacturing companies and did that for a couple of years. Eventually, I got a call from a good friend of mine, somebody I went to high school with and said, hey, I work at this digital marketing agency. We're growing. We need somebody with sales experience. And so I had sales experience. I had marketing experience. I ended up working at 
and digital marketing agencies. I worked for a couple digital agencies and pandemic hit, right? Everybody had a really good opportunity to reflect and think about, hey, what do I want to do with my career? And during the pandemic, a lot of marketers reached out to me because a lot of marketers were laid off, right? When the economy gets tough, the first thing that people let go is marketers. Mm -hmm. And I've got a really solid network in the Twin Cities, Minnesota area. And I was having one or two conversations a month with people looking for marketing jobs. And I thought, you know, this is an actual career path. Maybe I should explore that. And so I did a bunch of research and I learned that Celerity here in the Twin Cities has got a very, very well-respected reputation. And so I reached out to the owner of Celerity, one of the owners, and said, hey, I'm a sales guy. I've got a lot of marketing experience. I'm interested in recruiting. Would you have a conversation with me to see if that would be a career path that would make sense? Fast forward a couple months. I started as a recruiter. I was in on the recruiting side of the business for about five months before the sales opportunity came up, client experience manager. And I raised my hand and said, hey, I think based on my previous experience doing sales and marketing, this would be a cool opportunity. And so I made that switch and now I'm doing what I'm doing. And now we're here on the Modern Marketing Messages podcast. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> So let's jump right into some of the recruiting and staffing trends you've seen in the marketing industry. Can you tell me about, you know, a few high-level trends you've seen recently? Yeah. So up until like the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of direct hire or permanent placement roles. Companies saying, hey, I want to grow my internal team and I want to bring people in-house. Well, we're starting to see a shift. You know, we're recording this at the end of summer 2022. Yeah. And There was recently a study that came out that said over 75% of business leaders are saying that they're open to hiring freelancers or consultants or contractors instead of hiring full-time employees. And that is directly related to the fact that we're coming into another time of economic uncertainty. So companies are interested in other than full-time opportunities. And this coincides with kind of what's going on with the candidate pool. Um, More and more people are participating in the gig economy by doing freelancing or other work outside their nine to five typical jobs. So that is the biggest trend that we're seeing right now is just more and more companies that have never hired freelancers, that have never hired contractors or consultants. They're starting to move that way as a way to hedge for potential uncertainty And simply because more and more people are open to it. Mm -hmm. I've actually have experience as both a freelancer and a contract writer. And I've had multiple clients, you know, over the last four to five years of just strictly freelance business or contracting. And so I've definitely been there. I I highly recommend it. Uh, I also have got a couple freelance clients. And it's for me, I look at it as two things. One, you know, who doesn't like the additional income? Yeah. But two as somebody in the marketing world, but more on the sales side, this is a way for me to hone my marketing skills and make sure that I can have good conversations. And somebody like you, who is producing content on a regular basis, if you can go out and find additional passion projects or just areas to sharpen skills that maybe you want in your nine to five, it's going to help you long-term as well as, again, making a few extra bucks in the short term. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think the industry has been affected by 
what they call the great resignation, you know, with, and for those who may not know, the great resignation is a term that describes, you know, the record number of people that were leaving their jobs since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. Have you guys seen that or are dealing with that? Well, we are recruiters. So when somebody (laughs) leaves one role, they need to go to another role. So yeah, we've been very, very busy during the, the great resignation. And with all of the changes, it's kept folks like us very busy in terms of we have a lot of hiring managers coming to us saying, hey, we just lost a very important role. We need to get it filled. And then we're talking to candidates on a day-to-day basis that are saying, my friend just left their job or, you know, I've gotten the opportunity to think about what's important to me. Maybe I should start proactively looking for new opportunities. Yep. That's interesting. So what kind of marketing roles are popular right now? And why do you think that those particular roles are so in demand? Yeah. So we did a, I took a look at the most popular roles that we've hired for internally at Celerity the last uh, couple of years. The three most popular roles are marketing project manager, web designers, and digital marketers. I also did some, some digging and found that LinkedIn put out a survey recently this year, and what they are seeing for the top marketing jobs are digital marketing specialists, digital account executives, and social media managers. So why would those be popular, right? Again, when the great resignation hit, when COVID hit, the first people that were were let go were marketers, right? Mm -hmm. It happens every time. And so a couple things. So not only were people laid off, but COVID didn't really make digital marketing a nice to have, or we should probably have. It made it a, we need to have this. So a lot of businesses that were lagging in that department, they didn't have a choice. Yeah, They had to make decisions. They had to make decisions fast. And so as I look at the two different kind of tiers of roles, so uh, going back to Celerity, who we work with, we work with a lot of Fortune 1000s and agency, marketing agencies. So the Fortune 1000s, why are they hiring digital project managers? Well, they had more digital projects that they needed (laughs) to be working on, right? And web designers, people were updating websites, making changes to that. And then digital marketers. And what I mean by that is SEO professionals, Google ad professionals. So let's just take a step back. We've got more projects. We need to get the website updated and we need to do the digital marketing to make it all happen, right? So just, it's all a cohesive narrative. And then again, going back to what LinkedIn is seeing, digital marketing specialists, right? We've got all these digital campaigns that need to be executed. Digital account executives, those tend to be more agency side. These are people that are working with clients and putting together projects and programs. And then social media managers, again, it just falls into this narrative that companies had to react strong and they needed to increase their digital presence for two reasons. One, that's where everybody was. And two, that's what we had available in terms of ability to to go to work. Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, at AmericanEagle.com here, I think most of our growth within the last two years or so has been our digital marketing side. And I swear, like every week, there's new digital marketers getting hired because it's so in demand right now. Absolutely. Again, it was coming before the pandemic. Yeah. But just like many things, it just got fast tracked as soon as that happened. 
So what kind of skills do you guys look for when you're doing your day-to-day job? Are there certain hard skills and then are there certain soft skills that you guys look for? So again, we are recruiters. So we are working with our clients, Mm -hmm. figuring out what are their needs? What kind of projects or programs, marketing campaigns are they working on? So a lot of that is dictated directly from the client. As recruiters, our first step is we're looking for the hard skills that our clients need. You know, whether it's Google ads, are they a good designer? Can they write copy? And so our process is to review their background, figure out the hard skills. After we've done that, we do a pre-screen phone call with them, really make sure that the hard skills are there. They're interested in the company that we're we're talking about. Then we do a follow-up. After the pre-screen phone call, we do a follow-up Zoom. That's where we start getting a better understanding of the soft skills, right? Are they somebody that can present well? Are they somebody that's going to interview well with our hiring managers? Different companies are looking for different things. Some companies are looking for culture fit. I think everybody knows what culture fit is, right? Are they going, are they kind of like us? Do they have the same passion or excitement about this? But we have other companies. And I think this is going to be something that we see more and more as life goes on, right? Something we're going to see more of is companies are increasingly looking for culture ad, right? Does this person bring a perspective that we don't already have on our team? That is like something I get excited about because it's a little bit harder to discern. But whenever I talk to a hiring manager who's familiar with culture ad and is looking for that, that tells me that they're a progressive team and it's going to be fun to watch them grow and blossom. That's very interesting, too, because I think, you know, just from my own job hunting experiences, a lot of what I saw was culture fit, too. So that the fact that it's trending towards more of a culture ad and bringing something that may be missing from the team right now. So that's very interesting. Um, Are there any notable differences when it comes to recruiting and staffing for large organizations versus smaller organizations? Absolutely. With the larger organizations, that is where I tend to see more of the focus on the culture ad. Right? Okay. You've got a big team, they kind of know who they are, and they're looking to bring in a diverse person, whether that's you know diversity in a many different ways. Yeah. And typically the person might be more of a, hey, we need something that we don't really have right now in terms of perspective, but we know that we need this very specific skill set right? Because they're going to be working on email campaigns for, you know, this fortune 1000. So they need to be pretty technically savvy with this skill set. With smaller organizations, growing organizations, that's where I generally tend to see more culture fit, right? Hey, we're a three person team. Uh, We're adding our fourth and we're all kind of rowing in the same direction. We need everybody to kind of line up with that just Mm -hmm. because of the nature of the size of the team. Also at the smaller organization, they're looking for somebody that's going to be making a a larger impact. So yeah, we're hiring them for email marketing, but if they've got a little bit of background in graphic design or they can do some of the copy, that's going to be more valuable because we have less people that can do all that. We're a little bit more generalist versus on the large organizations. We really need a specialist. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit of a overgeneralization, but that's that's what I tend to see. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. So in your opinion, what are some of the biggest challenges candidates face when going through the recruiting process? 
I think one of the, the biggest challenges, we talk to a lot of A players, right? That's, yeah. a, that's an internal term that we use. So this is somebody who's really good and they've got solid background. I think one of the biggest challenges is just making sure that you're organizing your job search because a lot of times these A players, they've got two, three, four, five things going on. The other challenge is sometimes just identifying what is the right company. So I think everybody knows like, hey, this is the number. This is the salary I need to be at. Yeah. Right? This is the kind of maybe the job title or description. But I think sometimes it can be really challenging to disseminate. Is this going to be a good manager? Oh, is this totally. Be a good team? Is this going to be a good industry? And that's something that I've personally gone through. You know, if you look at my LinkedIn resume, you're going to say, hey, three years here, two years there, three years there. And you might say, well, what the heck? You know, and really what I found in my own personal experience is, for a while, I had two issues, one of two issues. One, you know, I just, I, I couldn't get excited about the industry I was in or two, I did a bad job picking managers. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. And so those are, those are two of the biggest challenges that I see from candidate perspective is really what are the questions I need to be asking during the interview to make sure that I end up with something I'm excited about in terms of work and somebody that I'm going to enjoy working with. I think that's huge, too. And now that you said that, like thinking about the questions as a candidate that you should be asking your, you know, maybe future potential employees, that's extremely important because I feel like, you know, some candidates, they don't want to seem like they're asking too many questions or asking like too much in depth because they really just want the people to like them and like seem like very happy and excited to be there. So that's a great point. One thing I always tell every candidate, even though I'm not working with with you know, directly with candidates on yeah. a regular basis. I do get reach outs on LinkedIn every single week. And if you are a candidate looking for career advice, I always take those calls. That's why I got into this. I like yeah. helping people. I like having those conversations. But something that I always tell people is interviewing is a two-way street. You're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. And in today's world, especially, I say this to all my A players, right? you have options. And even if it's a you know a couple thousand dollars less this year to go work at this company, but you're going to be happy, you're going to enjoy what you're doing, you're going to learn new skills, take that every single time over this opportunity over here where it's boring or maybe it's kind of a weird toxic work environment for more money. Yeah. Trust me, I'm a guy that's done that. I've made uh-huh. I've made decisions based on money over personal well-being and I'll never do that again. Unfortunately, I got to learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great advice. You know, on the contrary of my previous question, what are some of the biggest challenges you face in your day-to-day responsibilities? Yeah. So as recruiters, our our biggest challenge is going out and finding people with the skill set that we're looking for. Again, there are, well, I don't know if we talked about this, but one study showed that for every two openings there are, there's only one actively looking candidate. And so it's this big challenge of finding the people, finding the skill set to line up with all these jobs. I wish there was a way to just get people quickly up to date and educated on some of these skill sets. But the fact of the matter is a lot of the skills that are needed in digital marketing are not taught in college or they're not fully taught in school, right? So I have a marketing degree. So I understand like marketing concepts, 
but they're not teaching HubSpot in college. Yeah, or Google yeah. Analytics or how or to Google. use any of those tools. Exactly, exactly. And and the fact of the matter is, is the best way to fully understand Google Analytics, GA4, I know that was a topic on a recent uh, podcast. Oh, is thanks for listening. You got <laughs> You, you got to get in there and do it. Yeah. You, you got to get in there and, and play around with the tools. And here's the thing, going from UA to, to GA4, you might know UA, but now they're switching to GA4. So uh-huh. it's, it's just, it's changing constantly. Yeah. And so that is the hardest part. It's finding good talent, but it's looking for a new role to fill the specific skill set. Do you utilize any specific tools or resources to stay up to date with the new trends, you know, in your industry in both the way you work as like a split desk guy and, you know, any of that kind of stuff? Yeah. So LinkedIn has got a lot of good information. I look at different trade publications. I don't know mm-hmm. if you call them trade publications. Their websites, their blogs, right? Yeah, yeah. Search Engine Journal uh, yes. keeps me up to date with what's going on with with search world. I've got a solid team here. So again, Celerity has been around for 30 years. And one of the, the managing directors or one of the partners here, John Arnold, he is always staying up to date on higher level industry trends. So we have a weekly email that comes from him with, Hey, here's what's going on. And then also our social team, uh, Grace, Grace Gokin, uh, she is always sending messages of, Hey, here's the latest news. So I'm in a very fortunate position where I get a very curated list from yeah. two awesome people that really know what's going on. I also pay attention a lot on LinkedIn. I get a lot of information there. And then again, just different trade, I guess they're blogs. We used yeah. to call them trade pubs, right? Yeah. Back in the day, yep. they were physically printed magazines, but now it's all online. Um, I think that's a fabulous idea of, you know, having, you know, the subject matter experts kind of, you know, let the whole team know. Hey, once a week, here's the biggest things I saw this week. Here's what's trending. I think we should start doing that on our team. I like it. Again, it's all, you know, we're all, you know, as a team, we're all rowing in the same direction. Yeah. And so, and what's nice about that is, you know, we've got somebody like, like John Arnold and and Robert Arnold, they're staying on top of these trends. I mean, that's what they do. They've been, they've been doing this for, you know, decades. Yeah. So it's, it's helpful for us as a team to get, Here's the top headlines that you need to know based on what we're seeing. That's great. So what direction do you see marketing, recruitment, and staffing heading toward in the next few years? Yeah, so this it seems like polar opposite directions. But one thing, a big thing, again, we went from predominantly doing consulting or, or staffing roles. And the last couple of years, it's been a lot of direct hire or permanent placement. I think for a lot of the medium-sized companies, they're going to want to continue to get those permanent placement direct hires. And part of what's fueling that is if you look at the the macro trend of what's going on in marketing is more and more companies, when times are good, are looking to build in-house marketing teams. Again, I'm an agency guy. I, I come from marketing agency world. Yeah. And what I've seen is when you're a new business, you don't have the resources to hire everything in-house. So you go out, you hire a marketing agency. They start you know, building the foundations for you. Maybe you have like one strategic marketing person that is you know, guiding the overall strategy. And a big piece of that is working with an agency. Well, as you get a little bit bigger, it starts making sense to start bringing some of these people in-house, right? Mm-hmm. It costs roughly the same as hiring an agency, but then you've got 100% dedicated time yeah. of that person. 
And then they're able to go really deep for an agency just by the nature of being an agency can't always be that deep. Yeah. So that's one thing that I see as the macro trend of marketing agencies changes, we're going to see more direct hires. But again, like I mentioned earlier, we are going through economic uncertainty and marketing is always on the chopping block, yeah. right? We're, we're the heroes or we're the zeros, right? It depends <laughs> on what the economy is doing. And so as that happens, more and more companies are going to start experimenting with freelancers, with consultants. So, and that is different than working directly with a marketing agency, right? When you're working with a freelancer or a consultant, you have more of their mind share. You know, they don't have 27 clients. Yeah. They maybe have you as a client and then maybe one or two other people, depending on how much time, you know, some of our consultants, in fact, the majority of our consultants are 40 hour a week with one company. Yeah. But that budget for a consultant comes out of a different place than, than an employee. Yeah. So I think that's the other big thing is just more and more companies are going to be utilizing consultant work. And again, more and more people are open to that, especially, you know, as certain companies and organizations require the RTO return to office mm-hmm. more and more people are going to say, you know what, I've got a good thing working out of my own home or yeah. being able to visit my mom's house yeah. in a, a state away. And I've got a nice, you know, I still got my old bedroom where I can do my <laughs> own work there. Like, why would I necessarily want to go into an office where I can work remotely? Yeah. And then as a consultant, and a lot of marketers are this way, myself included, is it's nice to have a little variety. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I see that too. Just a lot of the people that I went to school with and we were all in journalism school together, a lot of them strictly work as a contract, you know, writer or strategist, some kind of stuff like that. So I'm sure there will be many more. Absolutely. So my last question for you today, and you've already given a ton of great advice, I feel like throughout this episode, but what is one piece of advice you have for, you know, candidates looking for a job in marketing right now? Okay, this is a piece of advice that I tell everybody who proactively reaches out to me and who's proactively looking for a new role. So if you have said it, you know what? I'm sick of the Sunday scaries. I'm done (laughs) showing up on Monday morning, whether that's in person, on Zoom. I'm not having fun. I'm not learning. I feel like I've hit my ceiling here. Maybe my boss is just a jerk, right? They call me at 6.30 at night just to say, talk. I'm like, Hey, it's, you know, we could have talked between nine and five. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're looking for a new job, what I always tell people is talk to recruiters like me, find other marketing recruiters. We all have access to different jobs. Yeah. So get your information out to Celerity, to another marketing uh, recruiting firm, get your information out there, have multiple people working on your behalf because we all have access to different jobs. And our whole deal is we want to find the right job at the right company for the right person. Well, you and I might have a great relationship, but I might not have that right company or right job for you. So you need to be very proactive and get your information out there so that you are setting yourself up for the best chance possible to find that right company and that right role. That's great. You know, I feel like I'm going to share this episode with a lot of my friends who have been looking for jobs and and I will reach out to you. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Tracy. That was all the questions I had for you. This was a great episode and I learned a lot from you today. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for this opportunity. If anybody out there is looking for a new marketing role, or if you're a hiring manager and you need some additional support, look me up on LinkedIn. It's just Tracy Kelly. And I would love to have a conversation to see if we can be helpful or useful. Awesome. Thank you so much. From a fellow TK to another TK. Thank you, Tracy. Sounds good. See you later. Thank you for listening to Modern Marketing Messages. For more information about the topics discussed today, check out the description of this episode. And if you like this episode, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date. While you're at it, give us a rating and share this podcast with others. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Modern Marketing Messages. This episode is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios. I'm Taylor Karg, and I'll be back with another Modern Marketing Message.